From MPB Think Radio, this is Everyday Tech. I'm Sherita Brent, joined today by Wilts Couture, information technology expert at Newport Steel Jackson and Flowood, and IT instructor at Holmes Community College, and Jeremy Thompson, owner of Computer Doctor and Phone Surgeons in Hattiesburg. Today we're discussing handy tech accessories, those things that you can use to help you with your tech devices, such as a battery phone case, a Bluetooth speaker, a laptop bag, a universal remote. We'll talk about a few of those things today, and we'll be going on Facebook Live for a special event this morning that we'll talk about right after the break. You can send us an email to everydaytech at mpbonline.org or give us a call. 877-MPB-RING is the number. That's 877-672-7464 or email everydaytech at mpbonline.org. We'll be back right after the news. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. And welcome back to Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. I'm Sherita Brent in studio today with Wilts Couture, information technology expert at Newcore Steel Jackson in Flowood and IT instructor at Holmes Community College, and Jeremy Thompson, owner of Computer Doctor and Phone Surgeons in Hattiesburg. And today we're going to be talking about handy tech accessories, those things that could come in handy for you if you own various tech devices. Uh, we'll talk about, hopefully we'll get to, we have a pretty long list here. So we're going to talk about earbuds, Bluetooth speakers, portable batteries, a battery phone case. We'll talk about some ways to protect your tech devices as the summertime is coming up. A TV antenna, that's an accessory that you could use as well. We'd love to hear from you this morning, listeners. What are some cool tech accessories that you have that you'd like to let us know about or maybe you are interested in some and need some advice on what to get. 877-MPB-RING is the number. The number is 877-672-7464 or email everydaytech at mpbonline.org. Also today, uh, something cool we're going to do, we are going to broadcast live from Facebook and Jeremy Thompson is going to replace an entire iPhone screen. So um, Ellie Bank is Ellie Banks is streaming live right now. If you go to facebook.com slash mpbonline or just go to the MPB Facebook page, you'll see Exhibit A uh, is the iPhone and it is a cracked screen. And at some point during the show today, Jeremy is going to replace it. So we're going to be talking about tech accessories and ways you can protect your iPhone from getting cracked. So, Jeremy, is this something that you do all the time? Oh, yeah, like every day. Every um, day? It, well, hmm. usually it's my assistant that does the uh, screen repairs, but um, I jump on the bench when we get really busy. Also, we like to refer to them as the patient. The patient. The patient. <laughs> the patient, not Exhibit A. Correct. Uh, so what are some common things that you hear as far as how these screens get cracked? Just typical droppings? Uh, yeah, most of the time. <laughs> oh, maybe somebody... I shouldn't say droppings. <laughs> <laughs> Drops. <laughs> most of the time uh, it's it falls on concrete or tile, and that's when we see it. And um, it, usually after it does, it looks like it got run over by a truck. Mm. Yeah. So uh, the glass is pretty fragile, and when it falls on something as hard as concrete or tile, it, it just it just can't handle it. What? So, but some mm-hmm. people still are able to use their phones even after it cracks. Is that pretty common? Just an idea? Yeah, absolutely. Fixed it all? In fact, this screen right here on this phone completely works. They just want to get the crack fixed. So it doesn't affect anything on the inside of the phone. Correct. Uh, well, it could. It mm-hmm. could, depending on if the phone bends, because it's an iPhone 6 and it's got that aluminum body that's really, really soft. It is capable of causing damage to the internals, but usually it's okay. iPhones are pretty resilient, but those screens don't. They, they, they can't take much. 
Okay. Wilts, have you ever been in that situation where you've had a cracked phone screen and what did you do? Because you can't put it in rice. So what is it? Yeah, crack? rice don't do it. Rice <laughs> won't help. No, not at all. Usually it's uh, it's repair or replace. Uh, I'm kind of a big believer in this, putting the screen protectors on. Actually, on my personal, I use the little glass protectors that will go over it. I'd much rather a $30 screen protector crack than, uh, you know, go through uh, advanced surgery with a patient over here. Definitely. <laughs> and also, uh, usually we don't see it until the phone is completely unusable or it's causing uh, people to cut their fingers or they're afraid they're going to cut their fingers because that glass can get pretty jagged in there. Yeah, my, my son ended up cracking his at one point, and the uh, the deal was we told him, was like, look, until it's time for you to get a new phone, I guess you're using a cracked one. So he actually went and got a screen protector and put over it just so that he wouldn't have the rough surface anymore. Oh, yeah. It so. helps a lot. I actually have my iPad mini like that where it's just there's a protector over it. The screen is busted, but it works fine. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Protect those fingers. Well, uh, we're going to talk today about phone cases as a tech accessory, and we can go ahead and get started with that. I, um, very in an ill-advised manner, have been walking around without a phone case on my iPhone. I've dropped it many times, and my foot mostly has protected it from just crashing on the ground. That's a good saver. And I do have a little screen protector on the actual screen, Mm -hmm. but I don't have a case around the phone. So can we talk about phone cases? And firstly, what material is best for phone cases when it comes to protecting them? So like a hardened plastic uh, with some some sort of outer rubber shell is usually the best. And that's what you'll see with your LifeProof and your OtterBoxes. Uh, the rubber absorbs the impact, and the plastic just kind of keeps the phone protected from uh, further damage. Usually what we'll see is the case on those phones themselves will crack. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So let me ask this, because we see phone cases everywhere, mm-hmm. and usually in the store where you buy the phone, they're a little more expensive. Does the price of the case mean that it is of higher quality? Usually. Not in all cases. Uh, definitely, you want to go online cases. and read your reviews. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you want to go online and read your reviews and see what other people liked about it. Um, there's always going to be people that aren't happy with a purchase, but typically, uh, if you just read the reviews and see what the three and four star range is, you usually get a good rounded view of what to expect with that case. Okay. Uh, listeners, we'd love to hear from you. What kind of phone case do you have or what kind of tablet case do you have? Give us a call if you have any questions about what kind you should get to protect your device. We we're talking about tech accessories this morning. The number is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464 or email everydaytech at mpbonline.org. And, uh, Jeremy, we're going to go ahead and let you get started All protecting right. the screen. Okay. Once again, we are broadcasting live on facebook.com slash mpb online if you just go to facebook and look up mpb online you can see that jeremy is going to be replacing uh an iphone screen he calls it the patient this is what he does he's uh he's a phone a computer doctor and phone surgeon so he's doing surgery this morning um well so uh in the meantime um now your case on your phone is it it has a battery attached to it right it does i'm using the um the apple smart case which actually has a battery. It pretty much doubles the uh, the life of my battery. But the thing that I like about it, it's a little bit different from like your Mophie cases, which are which are also batteries. But those you have to charge with a different kind of charger, and you you flip a switch whenever you want to flip to the extra battery. With the Apple Smart Case, for example, I use my same Lightning connector. Mm-hmm. There's no switching involved. It just does everything. The phone actually manages it all automatically, and I like that a lot better. Okay. 
That's interesting. So yeah. what kind of material is this battery slash phone case? It's a kind of, it feels kind of just rubbery. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of got a little bit of a grip to it, so it doesn't slide all too easily. Um, yeah, it just has kind of like that rubber, that rubber outside feel to it. So let me ask, are Otter boxes still worth it today? In my opinion, yes. Okay. Uh, we... They make much. the phones kind of bulky. That That's always been my thing. Yeah, that's always been the complaint with them is that they do kind of, um, you know, up the bulk of it. And, it's you know, the other problem with a lot of cases, too, is that, you know, people go through a lot, you know, like looking at your phone. The iPhone 7 is, a, is an attractive phone. It's a nice-looking phone, but once you put a bulky case or any kind of case around it, it really takes away from that, that sexiness, that sleekness of it. Yeah. But, um, and that's and we hear that a lot with the Otter boxes, but but they do a great job. I mean, I've seen them protect in some pretty rough situations, and you know the really nice thing is it's a lifetime warranty. I've put Otter box to the test; they do actually replace it if anything happens. Because we have oh. um, out there in Newcore, we have some guys that can really put a case to the to its limits mm-hmm. um, with a lot of heavy equipment and everything. And you know, we've cracked a couple of cases, but the phones have made it just fine. So that's that's a that's a good testament to me. Okay. Kelly is on the line in Laurel with a recommendation. Good morning to you, Kelly. What do you have for us? Um, I have a Luffy case. I found it on uh, an advertisement on Facebook. It's a slim case for my iPhone 6S Plus, and it has a little loop on the back to put your finger through. Oh, hmm. Okay. Well, I've heard of those. Yeah, a little rubber loop on the back. Yes, and it's wonderful, and I get more compliments on it. Everybody notices it, and... It's easy to pick your phone up when your hands are full. You can just slip your finger through the loop and pick it up. And also, while you're holding it, you have your finger through the loop in the back and just less of a chance of dropping it. Oh, that's really cool. Now, what did you say the name of that case was again? Loopy, L-O-O-P-Y. The Loopy case. Okay. And it also um, comes with a, you get a, one of those thin glass uh, screen protectors with mm-hmm. it also. All right. That sounds cool, Kelly. Thank you so much for your call. We appreciate it. That sounds very very similar to one I saw at um, a doctor's office one time. They were using iPads for, you know, checking in and doing all the vitals and all that kind of stuff. And I thought it was really neat. They had a uh, the case. They actually put your hand in behind it. So it, it kind of Velcroed around, and that way they weren't, you know, just fumbling around with the uh, iPad as they walked around. So yeah. really a neat idea. Sounds good. Um, listeners, we'd love to hear from you this morning. We're talking about tech accessories, and we have started the conversation by talking about phone cases and tablet cases. We'll talk about laptop cases as well. We'd love to hear from you. What kind of case do you keep on your tech devices? And maybe you're considering getting a new one, and you want to let us know. You want to get some advice about that. We'd love to hear from you. 877-MPB-RING is the number. The number is 877-672-7464. And as a reminder, Jeremy Thompson... Our computer doctor and phone surgeon is currently in surgery here. He's replacing uh, an iPhone screen that was cracked, and he's replacing the whole screen. You can see this process on Facebook.com slash MPB online. Ellie Banks is streaming live. You can also send us an email if you can't call to everydaytech at mpbonline.org with any questions or suggestions you may have about tech accessories. We'll be back right after this break. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. 
To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. And welcome back to Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. I'm Sherita Brent, joined in studio today by Wilts Couture and Jeremy Thompson. And Ellie Banks is streaming live on Facebook.com slash MPB online. Jeremy Thompson is performing surgery. He is replacing an iPhone screen that was cracked, so he's replacing it live, showing off his skills. And we're also talking about tech accessories this morning. If you're listening, uh, we're going to go through some handy tech accessories for you. And we have started with phone cases and tablet cases, laptop cases. We'd love to hear from you. We have some calls to get to. 877-MPB-RING is the number. Uh, we're going first to Troy, who's in Biloxi, with some suggestions. Good morning to you, Troy. What do you have for us? Hey, good morning. Hey. I'm a, I'm a big believer in protecting my phone as well. I've got a OtterBox on my S5, and my daughter has an iPhone, mm-hmm. which she dropped. I had to replace the screen on it, and shortly after that, I bought her an OtterBox for her phone. As far as protection for my tablets and my Surface, I've got that ZAG, Z-A-G-G. It's ZAG screen protectors. Yep, those I've are the ones I used to. For years, I had my first one drop the phone. It, it obliterated the screen protector, but the screen was perfect. I called them. They sent me a brand new one. So as far as screen protectors, I, I prefer Zag myself. They're really good in the box as far as cases go. Zag. Okay. I've not heard of that one. What about you, Wilts? Zag, that's actually the ones that we use. They make the uh, the glass protectors and um, and everything else that we actually put on ours. That's what's actually on my phone right now is a Zag protector. They are okay. great. And do they are they anti glare? They make them anti glare. Uh, one thing I saw that I thought was really neat, not only do they make an anti-glare one, they actually make a mirrored one. Mm. Um, so I guess that way if you were carrying your phone around and you needed a mirror to you know, check to make sure your hair was just right or something, I mean, it's right there for you. Right. Um, but I, I usually just use just the regular plain clear ones. Okay. Troy, thank you so much. The Zag one is um, going to write that down on the list. We've gotten the loopy case and the Zag as well. Okay, thanks, Troy. We're going next to Tim in Perkinston, uh, who has a question about something I, I think I, I want an answer to as well. Good morning to you, Tim. What, what, what is your question for us today? I got an iPhone 6, and uh, I just had the battery replaced in it. I had the, the Apple Care, but uh, plan on getting another phone when the 8 come out. So I didn't want to spend a hundred dollars and replace this phone so I took it had the, the battery replaced but it keeps overheating and the more it does that I realized that it's been doing it for a while and it probably would uh, destroy the battery that was in it uh, I got the outer box on it and I've cut complete the, the rubber I've cut, cut off the back trying to keep the phone cool but sometimes it just sits there and, and
two to three on a picture. So when I'm outside, I cannot read that screen in the sun. Hmm. wonder if there's uh, any solution for that. Make sure your brightness is turned up to maximum. Now, you said you had an iPhone 6, and it's overheating? Yeah. yeah. And, and you said that after a certain period of time, it, it settles down, and it works fine after that? Yeah, yeah, it'll work good, but when you start taking a lot of pictures with it, things overheat quickly. So out out in the in the heat, taking pictures, and it starts saying that it's overheating? It just does it all the time. Okay. My wife, she, she takes the inside pictures, and she got where she didn't want to use my phone inside either because it just overheats. Okay. So uh, have you gotten your phone wet or anything? Not that I know of. I'm, I mean, they've got damp. I've never dropped it in water or anything. All right. And are you using an Apple certified charger and cable for your iPhone? I Crickets. bought the uh, charger and cable from uh, my provider. No, I don't. I don't know if they sold it to me as a, as a whether it's an actual Apple or not. All of your Apple devices are going to come with an MFI rating on them, and if they don't carry that rating, then they may not be putting out the proper amount of amperage and voltage that your iPhone needs, and that can lead to problems with overheating and so forth. So um, I would check and make sure that my charger was certified and see if maybe, uh, maybe look at replacing it, um, because I think that will... Uh, uh, help your overheating issue, but it could be too late as it may have already burned out something in the phone. Uh, we see that a lot with the cheaper chargers. It, it can really it can cause issues and make the phones act very strangely. Uh, my my wife has an iPhone six also, and we got we uh, uh, got a split charger. Mm -hmm. So you know it doesn't matter which line. They're both almost always plugged in when we're back in our vehicle, and she doesn't seem to have this problem. Well, uh, not all iPhones are created equally. Uh, yours could okay. have a manufacturing defect or it could have some other problem. Or it could be that the battery that was p replaced in it uh, is just not a good battery. Well, and uh, another thing, too, is that the, uh, I don't know if the 6s were included, but I know the 6s's, quite a few of them had a battery recall on them as well. So, uh, Well, if he, if he replaces battery, though, it would be a... Uh, yeah. aftermarket or a different OEM battery, but it wouldn't be covered under warranty because it wasn't original to the phone. Right. Okay, Tim, thank you so much for your call, and good luck to you. I, too, have the iPhone overheating issue, and I don't have a case on mine, so I was wondering if... On your if, brand new 7? No, you know, I went back to the 6, actually. Oh, did you? Mm -hmm. Sorry, I missed when that I memo. Switched, um, when I switched back to my original ah, carrier, okay. I had to get rid of the 7. Um but since I've not had a case on it, I've been able to feel the heat more often. When I had a case on it, I couldn't tell when it was getting hot. Mm -hmm. But now I feel it all the time. And, I mean, it, it gets blazing. Like, it'll burn my bare leg if I sit it on my leg. I think you should contact Apple and let them know. I think you got a defective phone as well. Oh, uh, For it to be overheating like that, that can cause but problems But it's after I've been battery. on the Internet for, like, three or four hours. Well, now that... That's more normal, but still, it shouldn't be getting that hot where it burns okay. you. That's I would contact Apple and at least let them know. Go to the Apple store and, and ask them, you know, what's up with this? Is this covered? Do I need a new phone? Is it going to mm -hmm. burst into flames? Because heat and phones don't mix. No. Right. And heat and batteries really don't mix. Yeah. Thank sorry, you for your call, for that Tim. Grammar. <laughs> That's all right. Really don't mix. Uh, Alan is in Brandon with a suggestion on phone cases. Good morning to you, Alan. What do you have for us today? Hey, Sarita, hey. Jeremy, and Wilk. How you doing? Man, oh, wonderful. Surgery. Yeah, I've, had, I've had a lot of luck, a good luck with 
text 21 cases that t-e-c-h-2-1 they're a uk company and uh I, i'm not a big I, I carry my phone in my pocket all the time in my jeans so i don't want to add a lot of bulk these these are kind of the cases you the, the one i got for my iphone 7 is called an evo evo check case and it's thin but it, it puts a little lip around the screen and it gives some extra at one point in time they had some extra material in in the edges that's supposed to harden if you if it ever came in contact with anything and uh i just have i've just had real good success with these cases there like i say they don't they don't add any bulk and i, I have to admit that the phones may look sexy and stuff i i, I think the way the iphone 7 it, it's just too thin for me to be holding my hand i'm afraid I'm, it's going to slip out of my hand i like when my phone is in this case, it, it gives me something to grip and hold on to without adding a lot of bulk to it. And it's just, it's easier to hold on to. It's it's safer for me to use, to be honest with you. But, uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like I said, I, I don't know how these look. I think they've got some kind of check design built into the back. Some people may not like that. But uh, uh, it, the, the, the feel of it is really good. And the buttons are, you know, the buttons work fine through the through the case and stuff. So I've had, I've had real good luck with Tech 21. So okay. I just wanted to throw that out there. Good suggestion. You got a thumbs up from Wilts. Yeah, I've heard of those cases as well. They are pretty good. I think anything, you know, you mentioned a really uh, important thing when it comes to an accessory, but that is how does it feel? Because I've seen some of them out there that are more slick than the plain phone itself. And, I mean, if Mm -hmm. it's constantly falling out of your hands, um, that's absolutely no good. So so definitely going for, um, for what, you know, you can get a grip on. I know uh, Ellie didn't mention it too much, but she's got her case on in here, and I, I, I'm really kind of liking the way that it has these, uh, you know, has some pretty aggressive but yet smooth corners. I mean, it's giving it a pretty good uh, grip on there, even though I think it's a six-plus mini microcomputer, you know, takes up your entire hand, but it's still not, not too bulky there. So I'll tell you what so bothers me, to get a case where it does not allow the buttons to function properly on the side. Oh, yeah. super annoying. It is. So stay away from those. Now, Ellie also has a thing on her phone where she can put cards in the back. Um, just wondering, what do you guys think about that? Because I've seen people with bank cards, driver's license on the back of their phones. Um, I quit using mine, but I do have it. Okay. It could only fit like three cards, and I have a little more than that. If you put four in there, it would it would actually start to bust the case out. So I stopped using it. But, yeah, I used it for a little while. It was all right. Okay. So uh, I would put business cards back there, yeah, but I like don't know about my driver's license and bank cards. No, no. Yeah, my, uh, my kids use this same, the same thing like what Ellie has in the back of her case. And, uh, you know, I don't know. I mean... My hesitation comes in, like you said, if my if my credit card was in there, now I lose my phone and I lose my credit card. I mean, that yeah. would be kind of uh, painful. But, I mean, is it really that much different if you were to lose your purse that has your wallet and your phone inside of it? So It always just makes me nervous when I see people with the phone and the, all of their important cards attached to it. I'm just thinking, oh, that makes me nervous. I oh, yeah. waiting to happen. Well, I, now I like the idea of the business card back there. I hadn't really thought about that, but that's, mm-hmm. a, that's a great solution for it. You know, you always need to kind of come up with a business card there. So Right. We're talking about tech accessories this morning, those things that could be handy to you and your tech devices, uh, protect you as well. The summertime is coming. Um, so if a phone doesn't come waterproof, do they have waterproof cases, or is there any way to protect your phone from water damage? They do. Probably the uh, the premier in that would be your life-proof cases. Okay. Um, they do a heck of a job now. You know, some people don't like them because they do they do hinder a few operations that, you know, you have to pull a plug out in order to get to your uh, headphone jack. Oh, okay. Um, sometimes the buttons can be a little bit tight, a little bit snug. 
um, you know, just because you are coating everything over and it's got gaskets in there to make sure water don't creep in. Another thing to think about is if you work in a really dusty environment, those waterproof cases are a good idea, too. What about folks who work out? What can they do to protect their phones from sweat and things like that? Is there a plastic covering or something they can put over the phone? Because when I usually when I work out, which is not very often, when I work out, <laughs> I'm holding the phone in my hand, and it's really annoying. And I'm trying to think about what can I get uh, because I don't typically want to leave, leave it in the vehicle because I'm listening to music or something like that. Mm-hmm. Maybe an armband or something, if, because if I put it inside my shirt, uh, that's the PG version. If I put it inside my shirt, it's going to sweat in there, too. So any suggestions? Yeah, now I've seen those little Belkin, like the armbands that they'll slip into. It's kind of like a little neoprene sleeve. It'll, you know, you just slide the phone in there. Now, now the... The downside of that is that to put those in those different things, you've got to take it out of your case if it's in a case. Usually, if you're sitting in an otter box or any other kind of case, it's not going to fit in those little sleeves. Those are really meant to just hold. Like your phone right now, without a case, would go into them just fine. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I see a lot of people, you know, usually when they're out jogging, running, you'll see them with the armband on. I think Belkin's the main one. I don't know, Jeremy, have you seen other ones? Do other folks make those? Have you the seen The armbands, I'm sure there's like generic ones, but yeah, uh, they're, they're all basically the same. The neoprene with the little plastic thing so you can touch the screen and all that. Yeah. I've never used them myself. I, I had one at one point, but I, I've kind of given up the whole working out thing. Um, <laughs> you know, that didn't work out too well for me, so. Well, uh, another tech accessory that's on the list today is earbuds. Uh, so could you recommend some of those uh, for those who don't want that cord around just all in the way when you're running uh, what are your thoughts on like bluetooth earbuds so i used uh motorola buds and they're they're pretty minimal they don't tell you who's calling or anything like that they just tell you that you have a call coming in um those work pretty good because the bud goes down in your ear like 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 an earphone instead of like a headphone mm-hmm. and they tend to stay in pretty well um i wasn't running with mine but uh, I don't see why they would have fallen out. Now, sweatproof, that's something you got to think about when you're talking about working out. So you definitely want to get a set that's at least sweatproof. So what about um, the quality of earbuds? Because I've had some, and I mean, to be honest, the Apple earbuds that come with the iPhone are hard and they hurt yes. my inner ear after a while. And I end up having to get something with a cushion. So is that a recommendation? Um, definitely. I know... Like my kids, for example, do not like the ones that go into your ear. I'm kind of a fan of the the nice little soft one that'll kind of stick into the ear canal there and kind of holds themselves in place. Believe it or not, my kids like the hard apple ones. I've never understood it. Hmm. They're teenagers. What do you you know? What do you expect? Right. They have stronger ears. A- exactly. It must <laughs> be. Or and it's like with anything too, though. You got to remember. Make sure you get a set that fits. Uh, most of those will actually come with different size little rubber pieces. So you have your small, medium, large. You know. All ears are not created equal. Um, I've seen some good luck out of the Sonys. I think my wife typically will use a little Sony set. They're not very expensive, but they do pretty good. Um, like Jeremy said, they actually do have like a sports model to make sure like with sweat and, and things. You definitely want to get those if you're working out. If I might interrupt for a moment, I've just about got the iPhone. Uh, the patient is finished up here. <laughs> um, I haven't put the brackets back in the phone yet because we always want to put everything in and then test it before we go and put all the screws back in it because I learned that lesson over a hundred times 
The hard way? Yeah, yeah, the hard way. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to test the proximity sensor, which is the part that uh, makes your phone screen go black when you put it up next to your face. We'll test the earpiece and the speaker. Uh, we'll test Siri because whether you realize it or not, your iPhone actually has three microphones on it. You got the one up there by your camera. You got the one at the bottom. That's the one that people, when they call you, that's the one that they hear you talking through. And then you've also got one on the back. See that little dot right there between your camera and your flash? No, I, I thought that was a camera thing. That's a third microphone. Uh, wow. I thought it was a camera thing, too. Yep. So I just learned something. I don't have to learn anything else today, Jeremy. <laughs> All right, and you can see Jeremy performing phone surgery on Facebook.com slash MPB online. We're going to take a quick break, and when we get back, we'll continue talking about tech accessories. We've talked a lot about phone cases, laptop cases, uh, is what we'll get to after the break. Uh, we've also talked about earbuds, and after the break, we'll talk about portable battery, a suction or clip-on car phone mount for your cars. And if you have any tech accessories that you have questions about or you want to let us know what cool tech accessories Accessories you have, you can give us a call 877 MPB Ring. A selfie stick is a tech accessory. Do you have one of those? 877 672 7464 is the number. All our lines are open. You can also send an email to everydaytech at mpbonline.org. This is Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. And welcome back to Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. I'm Sharita Brent in studio today with Wilts Couture, technology expert at Newcore Steel Jackson and Flowood and IT instructor at Holmes Community College. And Jeremy Thompson, owner of Computer Doctor and Phone Surgeons in Hattiesburg. Today we're talking about handy tech accessories, those accessories that could come in handy for you and your tech devices and protect them as well. We've been talking a lot about cases this morning. If you'd like to let us know what kind of case you have on your phone or laptop or tablet, we'd love to hear from you. Are there any, any other tech accessories that you want to talk about? We'd love to hear from you. 877-MPB-RING, 877-672-7464, or email everydaytech at mpbonline.org. All right, guys, so I'm just going to uh, kind of go down the list. Uh, before we get back to the phones, I'll knock off a couple on the list. A Bluetooth keyboard. Uh, now, who would a Bluetooth keyboard be for? An individual who has a tablet and no t- keyboard attached? Yes, absolutely. Uh, Bluetooth keyboards are amazing, especially for iPads and stuff like that. If you can get one that doubles as a case, you're double winning. Oh, yeah. Now, another way oh. that I've seen people using the uh, the Bluetooth keyboards as well is with their media centers. You can use things like that, say, like with Xboxes and et cetera, so you can actually type... You know, a lot of people see now with your gaming systems, they have browsers built into them. They have a lot of things going on. So use it with that. Um, Does it have to be charged? Uh, if it's if it's not necessarily charged, it can have batteries or it can be rechargeable. Oh, okay. But, yeah. Okay. Now, what about a wireless mouse? Because for some people, they don't like to use this center pad on laptops. I know mine can be kind of annoying. I would rather use a wireless mouse. Is that a pretty cool and affordable tech accessory for folks? Uh, totally. I think it's a, uh, a have-to-have. A necessity, yeah. Yeah, I mean, anytime we give out a laptop up at work, we automatically include the wireless mouse because mm-hmm. it's just... Yeah, the touchpad is great, or if you have like the older ones, like with the little the little touch ball that you had to sit there and wiggle around. But yeah, you know, no having a having a real mouse to go with your laptop with anything mobile is just I think a requirement nowadays. Okay, lots of calls to get to. Jeremy, did you have something? Yeah, uh, my students 
They hate trackpads, so <laughs> I would like to get them all mice if I could. I'm actually teaching a class, and we're using um, uh, Dell laptops, and they're just the you can't you don't get the same experience using a trackpad that you do versus using a mouse. And so teaching people, hey, you got to use two hands when you want to use it easily. It can be pretty difficult. So, yeah, I'm, I'm all about some wireless mice. And especially for editing, because when I'm editing audio, it's wonderful to have the mouse and the, um, the, the precision of a cursor. And it's just hard to do with this trackpad. Absolutely. Like editing. It, Photoshopping or anything like that. You mm-hmm. just it, t- Trackpads just don't do it for me. You know what's throwing me off, though, is both of my kids have the MacBook Airs with school, and neither of them use an external mouse. They just hmm. used I mean, I Maybe we're talking about a generational gap here Probably or something. So. Yeah. Um, you know, I just, I like the mouse in my hand. All right. Lots of calls to get to. We go first to Mark in Meridian. Wants to talk about the outer box. Hi, hey, hey, Mark, what do you have for us today? Hello, Mark. You're on the air. Yes, ma'am. Hi, Mark Kelly. I'm from Meridian. The outer box series, they have different levels of protection. I'm rather a fan of the Defender series. Um, I know two different circumstances. Uh, a friend had uh, actually ran over once in the car. I would suggest that. But, uh, it damaged the phone in the least. We get my daughter actually left her phone on the front of the car, and it flew off the car and landed on the railroad track. It, it did, the train didn't hit it, by the way. But uh, it's completely un- unscathed. I, I would definitely suggest that. Tinder series with the Otterbox. Okay. All right. It was yeah. kind of hard hearing you, but... Yeah, no, and, so, and you bring up a good point. The Otterbox has... There are different um, levels of protection. The Defender being the kind of the... Uh, I guess you could say the largest, the bulkiest of the bunch, but it's also considered the most protective. And then you've also got like the Commuter and the Symmetry, which are a little bit thinner, uh, a little bit more pocket-friendly. The Defender... Um, Tends to be more of the uh, the belt holster worn one, which is a little bit thicker there. But but he's absolutely right. I've seen those things make it through some pretty rough uh, rough patches. So he said it hit the railroad track, but it did not crack. Correct. Dang, I was going to use the pun. Well, lucky break. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank Ba-dum-bum. you for that call. We go next to Fred in Ridgeland, who has a question about VPNs. Good morning, Fred. What do you have for us today? Hi, Fred. You're on the air. Hello. Sorry. Um... I have a question about the virtual private networks. I've heard you all um, um, recommend those on various occasions, and I was wondering if you could just uh, maybe give a little more info about how they work and what needs to be done to get one and use it. Okay, so you can kind of think about your VPN. Well, I mean, literally, the, the acronym means virtual private network. So literally, it's your own private network. So you connect to it before you go out to the Internet and start doing your business. And what that does is it establishes an encrypted connection between your computer and that network. So anything you do is encrypted. All of your traffic is encrypted. Now, uh, did, did you have a specific... Uh, use that you were looking for, or are you looking for VPN providers? Um, well, here's what I'm thinking: is um, if when I travel, I want to do like online banking, mm-hmm. and you know, I'm not, you know, one needs to be wary of the networks that are available. You know, the wireless networks. Absolutely. Available. I thought, yeah. 
I would say, and correct me, please, if I'm wrong, uh that this would be a way to, you know, guarantee some security. Yes, absolutely. But let me ask you this. One Mm -hmm. thing I don't understand is when you, whichever VPN you choose, is there an is there an app or is like a client server sort of operation where you have something on your device which connects with the VPN because how, if you're going over a network you don't trust and you're connecting to your VPN, you see what I'm saying? There's a well, see that's that's the point of the encryption part. Okay. When you connect to when you connect through a network that you don't trust, that traffic is encoded. So only you and the end server can see what's going on. So even if you're on a public network, the VPN protects you by encrypting all of your traffic. Right, but to connect to the VPN, uh, that's what that's what I'm that's what I don't understand. I see. Okay, so you're talking about actually logging into your VPN. Right. Right. Uh, yeah. Uh, in what it's supposed to do is create a secure connection between you and that company's servers before you log in. Okay. So okay. it's supposed to be uh, HTTPS, which is the secure uh, hypertext transfer protocol. Okay. Uh, so it's 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 safe. Okay. Okay. Now, All right. absolutely, if you get um, if you have a provider and they have an app that you use, keep it up to date because sometimes they can identify security holes and exploits and problems okay. that will fix uh, leaks that could occur from things like that. So as long as you're keeping it up to date, you should be good to go. Do you do you have any do you have any um, brand names you want to suggest that yes. we could at least get started to look or or not? Uh, yes, absolutely. Uh, recently, Lifehacker gave uh, private internet access their uh, seal of approval. That's the one that that does the best with uh, domestic traffic as well as uh, protecting their end users. Uh, I don't believe they keep logs or anything, and I've actually been using them myself, and they're a very solid VPN. Okay. Okay. Thank you very much. I sure appreciate it. Absolutely. Excellent. Thank you for Thank it. You. We appreciate your call. Uh, by the way, Sharita, the, yes. uh, the patient is repaired. Okay. In so full. Uh, are we still live on Facebook? Yes, we are. Ellie Banks is streaming live on Facebook.com slash MPB online. And we're going to show the patient here that has come out of surgery. Jeremy Thompson, the surgeon, uh, replaced a cracked iPhone screen. And, yeah, it looks good as new. Good job, Jeremy. Thank you, thank you. You've saved a life. when we do these uh, repairs, there's a lot of other things that we have to test. Uh, You want to take an icon and uh, get them to where they jiggle around, and you want to drag it around the quadrants in the screen to make sure that your digitizer, which is the part that senses your touch, is fully functional. Another thing that you can do uh, or that we like to do before we let it out of the shop is go into the messaging app and make sure that we can send the the sentence, the quick brown fox jumps over the lazy dog because that uses all letters of the alphabet so we know that the keyboard is fully functional. Sometimes uh, it it doesn't happen very often anymore, but when iPhone screens were six screens were first coming out, there'd be defects where uh, some of the keys on the keyboard actually wouldn't work. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, good job, Jeremy. How many of these do you replace in a week, you think? Oh, Lordy. Uh, It depends on the week and uh, when people's rent is due. Um, (laughs) I would say we're probably on average 10 a week. Okay. Yeah. Do you see more of these instances during the summer? Um, 
Well, actually, I haven't had my shop open for much of this. I mean, I opened in July of last year, so... Oh, well, yeah, you have I'd to gauge say, and come back with a report. Yeah, I'll have to get back to you on that okay. one. Okay. All right, we're going to stay on the phones. Michelle is in Meridian. Good morning to you, Michelle. What do you have for us today? Hi, Michelle. Hello. Yes, I have uh, two questions or one comment. Uh, for my case, for my Samsung Galaxy S7, I bought a life-proof case, and... Shortly after, the little port where you charge it, where you plug into charge, it's a little kind of hinged door, wouldn't mm-hmm. close. So the company sent back another one, and it's done the same thing. I wondered if anyone else had had that problem with it. Hmm. I know usually those little that little door can be a little snug, but I've not I've not heard of one not closing. Yeah, this is the second one, and I'm the only time I ever use the port basically is to charge at night, so I'm not jerking it around or anything, and. I'm having to go back to the LifeProof company again to see if they'll get me yet a third one because they're fairly pricey for the little door not to stay shut. So, oh, yeah, because you're probably looking at, what, close to about 100 bucks for those cases. Yeah, I think it was about $85, $90. So, anyway, but the other question I have is I have a Samsung Galaxy S7. I had an S5, gave it to my husband, and so I went to sync up my Bluetooth with my uh, Toyota. I have a Prius with the Bluetooth, and it will let me, uh, you know, listen and so forth. But when I get a call through my through my car, through the Bluetooth, it won't tell me who's calling. It just shows the number. I've been to a Toyota three times. I've been to AT&T two times, and they can't sync it up where I can tell who's calling me. Can you give me some advice? Wow. That's um, a curveball right there. Yeah. Um, if your uh, firmware on your phone is fully up to date and your Bluetooth is not showing the name come across, uh, I'm sure that they went through and deleted the profile and re-added it and repaired it and all that stuff, right? We've been through everything, you know, uploading new stuff, everything they can think of, and it only gives me the phone number. So unless I know the number of the person calling, mm-hmm. I don't know who it is. So, so even though those... Even yeah. though the contacts are in your uh, in your address book, they just don't show up on the screen. It just shows a number. That's it. Yeah, and all the contacts transferred. We've downloaded everything we've needed to do yet again, and it it just won't do. Okay. I just wondered if you had any suggestions. Well, okay, so you said that you came from an S5 that you gave to your husband. If your husband pairs it with the car, does it show the number on or the name on his? No. Oh, the plot hmm. thickens. Yeah. Um. That is really interesting. I would say since it's device, I mean, it's not device specific. It's working on or it's not working on either phone that it's got to be something with the car. Possibly they did a firmware update on the Bluetooth module or something and and it's not working. But I'm going to tell you right now, it's it's not your phones if it's both of them doing it. Yeah, if two phones won't do it. That just doesn't sound. Uh... I try maybe find somebody else with uh, a, a Samsung or even with an iPhone and see if you can pair those and see what the experience is with those. I'm thinking it's something to do with the car. Okay. Okay. Well, you know, and, uh, it, before I changed phones, it worked. When I had the S5, no problem. Well, it's, very, it's just very strange that your husband is not able to see his contacts, even though he has the same phone that you had. Yeah. So I don't know. It's just really odd. So that is I'll, I'll, That is weird. I'll, also, uh, regarding your case issue, um, it sounds like maybe you got a defective batch and they sent you another one from the same batch. I would just continue to keep in contact with the manufacturer and let them know, hey, we got an issue here that we need to get resolved. I paid too much for this case to be getting the runaround. Because she switched okay. companies? 
for the for the, uh, the wasn't case. That outer box? Yeah, some kind of life life case. Could she get it from somewhere else? Uh, well, I mean, it would still be coming from the manufacturer if it's a warranty issue, though. So not not really. Yeah, and really, when you're talking about waterproof cases, life proof are pretty much the uh, yeah the gold standard on that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thank and, you. And Thank you, Michelle. Thank you very much. Okay. Good luck to you. We appreciate your call. Uh, we're going to stay on the phones, and if you want to join the conversation, we're talking about tech accessories this morning. 877-MPB-RING is the number. We've talked about cases, um, earbuds, Bluetooth keyboard. You can give us a call if you have any questions or comments about tech accessories, if you want to let us know about some cool ones you have or that you want to get. 877-672-7464 is the number, or send us an email to everydaytech at mpbonline.org. We'll be back in just a moment. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. And welcome back to Everyday Tech on MPB Online. <laughs> Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. We are on mpbonline.org, too, so you can check us out there and subscribe to our podcast. That'll work. I'm here with Jeremy Thompson and Wilts Couture, and Ellie Banks is still in studio. Ellie, thank you for streaming our iPhone surgery today. Jeremy Thompson replaced an iPhone screen live on air. That has never happened before, so making history on Everyday Tech. Uh, Okay, we're going to go to the phones. Ashley is in Ridgeland, uh, but I said I was going to go to Adam first. So hold on a second, uh, Ashley. Adam is in Poplarville. Good morning to you, Adam. What do you have for us today? All right. Good morning. I'm just uh, curious about those little cameras that y'all that can clip on the like, the iPhones and stuff like that. Because I see a lot of stuff I want to take pictures of. It's just the camera is not as great as I would like it to be. Yeah, they just uh, they they do great if you're not trying to zoom. But once you zoom, you pretty much lose a lot of the quality. Yeah. yeah, I got an iPhone 6s, and it's like I like I like I see birds all the time that I want to take pictures of, and I can't because they're just so far away. Yeah, now I have not actually used one of those clip-on zoom. Uh, I mean, I've, I've seen what you're talking about, um, like in the stores before. Jeremy, have you seen anybody? I've not. I don't have any experience or anything to reference on that. I've heard pretty good about them, but yeah, I think my my wife's uh, cousin has one. But it's definitely going to depend on the part because there's so many of them out there now. Some of them are good. Some of them are mediocre. Some of them are terrible. Yeah, it's probably one so, of those things. Hit hit the Amazon or read some reviews and see who's got a good one. And uh, yes. and actually, Adam, I'd be really curious to see what your results would be on that. Um, Maybe we'll have to dig in a little bit of that and maybe follow up on that on another show because, yeah, I mean, the number one point-and-click camera nowadays is actually the smartphone. So um, if somebody has a good one out there, it would be a good thing. But, yeah, I've just not had any experience on it, man. All right. I drive up and down the coast all the time, and I just can't take a picture because I can't have my camera or anything like that, and all I have is my cell phone, but I can't take any pictures because it's just poor quality. Hmm. Okay. Well, uh, Adam, maybe if you could send us an email, we may be able to get you some additional information. We do appreciate you calling. The email is everydaytech at mpbonline.org. Thanks for your call, Adam. And we're going to go next to Ashley in Ridgeland, who has a question about the Samsung S4. Good morning to you, Ashley. 
Good morning. Um, thank you for taking my call. I have got a really odd question. It's, it's not accessory related, but um, it does prevent me from using my accessories. Okay. I have a Samsung S4, and um, over the last month or so, it's just started doing um, what I call pulling a stupid. Uh, it's um, suddenly run out of storage, although there's no apps. There's very few apps on there. Um, I've deleted everything I can. Um, when it goes to the lock screen, it um, no longer shows my code numbers. It shows blocks. It um, Everything crashes all the time. Uh, and programs will just suddenly report that they're not running. And I'm like, well, I never started the program. How could it run? Um, it's sluggish and it's hard to work. It'll freeze on its own. And I have no idea why. I don't know why in the last month or so it's been doing this so any ideas any thoughts um other than wiping out the phone and starting all over uh tell me again what kind of phone this is Samsung s4 s4 and it's sluggish it's a dinosaur <laughs> now are you the type that likes to go and download a bunch of apps and games and stuff like that you got themes no, and stuff on your phone no 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 no, no. Okay. It, it literally has like it has the bare minimum of apps I've tried. Um, I've even um, I've uninstalled every update on all the bloatware. Mm-hmm. I've gotten rid of. I've deactivated all the. I tried deactivating all the bloatware that they've put on there, but you know, I've done everything I can. It has the bare minimum on there. And does it have the most current version of the Android operating system on it that the phone will allow? Okay, so you got all your updates, and you're still sluggish. Um, if you're down to the bare minimum, um, and you don't have any of those cleaner apps on your phone either, no, it, um, no, I tried, I tried using some, uh-huh. and they just seem to make it worse. Okay, uh, that's really weird. Uh, I would normally tell people, you know, just get down to your bare minimum with your apps, but you've done that. So I think you're kind of, uh, you're kind of stuck. You either got to try to factory reset or just live with it. Any idea what's causing it? Uh, It sounds to me like bad firmware. Yeah, that's where my mind would go. A corrupted image or something, yeah. Okay. Okay. So it's probably just time to do the hard reset. Okay. Well, thank you so much. No yeah, problem. Not quite the answer we like to give. No. But uh, sometimes it's just you could spend so much time just sitting there trying to dig in to say, you know, where is the the one little widget? You know, make sure if you backed up your information though. Really, once you do that factory reset, it should be pretty easy to get back to uh, you yeah. know all your all your data, contacts, things like that. Just make sure you know your Google account and password. All right, Ashley, thank you so much for your call. And we're going to end, of course, with a poem by Jeremy. Go ahead, Jeremy. Okay, so this is super lame. I'm sorry. Didn't write one. Too much going on. Wish me luck. I'm testing for my drone. Oh, that's right. You try to get your drone license. That's that's today. One o'clock this afternoon. Well, good luck to you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Thank you guys for being on. Uh, Wilson, Jeremy, and Ellie for being in with us today. Java Chapman was our board operator. Kevin Farrell was our call screener. Stay tuned. The original Southern Remedy is coming up next with Dr. Rick DeShazo. This is Think Radio on MPB.